0: So the ATF just dropped their new rule on pistol braces, so let's talk about this. So like I mentioned in the intro, in this video we were discussing the new rule on pistol braces which the ATF just released like an hour ago. Uh, This just dropped, like I said an hour ago, it's about 293 pages, I'm going to be honest I haven't gone through it all right now, I'm currently going through it, mainly in this video I just wanted to make you guys aware that the ATF has dropped this pistol brace rule Kind of some of the general takeaways from the press release, some of the things that have stuck out to me so far in going through this, and then I'm going to have to probably do a more, much more comprehensive breakdown uh, later following up on this, looking deeper into all the nuances of what this really does um, and how this is going to affect the use of pistol braces going forward. Now, if you don't recall, recently the ATF announced a proposed rule on frames and receivers. Uh, They dropped that in mid-August. That was last year, and they implemented it, and that's been part of a ton of litigation. They also proposed a rule on pistol braces, where if a brace was attached to a pistol, an AR pistol, an AK pistol, it would likely be considered an SBR, and therefore subject to the NFA's restrictions. Well, the ATF just released their final rule on pistol braces, and it is now live I will leave a link down below in the description section and also in the comment section where you can find it if you want to read it for yourself. It's about 293 pages, but I always recommend you guys look at these documents yourself because I can get things wrong. A ton of people can get things wrong. So you want to look at it yourself and try to understand it to the best of your ability. But like I said, I will be doing a follow-up video trying to break down some of the major points as well. So here's the press release, which was attached with this final rule. The press release states, the Justice Department announces new rule to address stabilizing braces accessories used to convert pistols into short-barreled rifles. So even there, just with the title, you can kind of tell their position, which we knew what their position was. It states, today, the Department of Justice announced it has submitted to the Federal Register the stabilizing braces final rule, which makes clear that when manufacturers, dealers, and individuals use stabilizing braces, To convert pistols into rifles with a barrel of less than 16 inches, commonly referred to as short-barreled rifles, they must comply with the laws that regulate those rifles, including the NFA, the National Firearms Act. In April of 2021, at an event with President Biden, the Attorney General directed the ATF to address the issue of stabilizing braces. Keeping our community safe from gun violence is among the department's highest priorities, said Attorney General Merrick Garland. Almost a century ago, Congress determined that short-barreled rifles must be subject to heightened requirements. Today's rule makes clear that firearms manufacturers, dealers, and individuals cannot evade these important public safety protections simply by adding accessories to pistols that transform them into short-barreled rifles. So there you can kind of see in that outright statement what their position is, that adding braces onto these types of firearms will all of a sudden magically make them an SBR and subject them to the NFA's restrictions. The press release goes on to say that this rule enhances public safety and prevents people from circumventing the laws Congress passed almost a century ago. In the days of Al Capone, Congress said back then that short-barreled rifles and sawed-off shotguns should be subject to greater legal requirements than most other guns. The reason for that is that the short-barreled rifles have the greater capability of long guns, yet are easier to conceal like a pistol, said the ATF's director, Steve Dettelbach. But certain so-called stabilizing braces are designed to attach to pistols, essentially converting them into short-barreled rifles to be fired from the shoulder. Therefore, they must be treated in the same way under the statute, Again, there is an outright statement that they will treat these types of items in the same way that they treat an SBR. Since the 1930s, the NFA has imposed requirements on short-barreled rifles because they are more easily concealable than long-barreled rifles, but have more destructive power than traditional handguns. Beyond background checks and serial numbers, those heightened requirements include taxation and registration requirements that include background checks for all transfers, including private party transfers. Often when pistols are converted to rifles by the use of a stabilizing brace covered by the rule, they have barrels less than 16 inches in length and must comply with the same heightened requirements that apply to short-barreled rifles under the NFA. The rule goes into effect on the date of publication in the Federal Register. The rule allows for a 120-day period for manufacturers, dealers, and individuals to register tax-free and existing NFA short-barreled rifles covered by the rule. Other options include removing the stabilizing brace to return the firearm to a pistol or surrendering covered short barrel rifles to the ATF. Nothing in this rule bans stabilizing braces or the use of stabilizing braces on pistols. That's also a little bit important, but it's, it's funny how they always point that out. Yes, it's not a ban on stabilizing braces. It's simply a registration of any pistol with a brace attached to it. So that's generally what the DOJ and ATF said that they're going to do with this pistol brace rule. Any pistol with a barrel length of less than 16 inches and a attached stabilizing brace will now likely be treated as an SBR. The ATF says you have 120 days from the date of the publication to the register uh, to essentially register it with the ATF, uh, register it at an SBR. They did, in fact, include the amnesty period or the amnesty of the tax, which they had indicated and we were all kind of expecting. So they're not going to require a tax with this. I guess that is to sweeten the deal to get more people to comply with this ATF overreach. Um, And the only other option you would really have is to either remove the brace from the item or to destroy it or to give it up to the ATF. From what I saw so far in this rule, they are also scrapping the worksheet 1099 that was in the proposed rule. And that's the worksheet, the kind of report card system that had a bunch of points on it that you would add up to determine whether or not your item was in fact an SBR or what the ATF considered to be an SBR. And instead, they said they took the main factors of that worksheet and included it into the regulatory definition of what they deemed to be an SBR. They changed the definition to read accordingly, the department amends the definition of rifle under 27 CFR 478.11 and 479.11 to expressly state that the term designed or redesigned, made or remade, and intended to be fired from the shoulder includes a weapon that is equipped with an accessory, component, or other rearward attachment, e.g. a stabilizing brace, that provides surface area that allows the weapon to be fired from the shoulder provided other factors, as listed in the amended regulations and described in this preamble, indicate that the weapon is designed, made, and intended to be fired from the shoulder. They include those factors, and the factors are, 1. Whether the weapon has a weight or length consistent with the weight or length of similar designed rifles. 2. Whether the weapon has a length of pull measured from the center of the trigger to the center of the shoulder stock or other rearward, Accessory component or attachment, including an adjustable or telescoping attachment with the ability to lock into various positions along a buffer tube, receiver extension, or other attachment method that is consistent with similar designed rifles. Three, whether the weapon is equipped with sights or a scope with eye relief that require the weapon to be fired from the shoulder in order to be used as designed. Four, whether the surface area that allows the weapon to be fired from the shoulder is created by a buffer tube, receiver extension, or any other accessory component or other rearward attachment that is necessary for the cycle of operations. Five, the manufacturer's direct and indirect marketing and promotional materials indicating the intended use of the weapon. And six, information demonstrating the likely use of the weapon in the general community. All of the objective design features and factors listed in the rule that indicate the weapon is designed, made, and intended to be fired from the shoulder are derived from the proposed rule and the proposed worksheet 4999. So, there, what they did is they scrapped that worksheet, they took some of the main factors, and now they're saying if this has a brace on it, if this firearm has a brace on it, and it has these uh, design features like its length um, from the buffer to or from the trigger to the buffer tube, if it's um, a telescoping-like aspect, if the weight is similar to a traditional rifle, then they will weigh all that to consider whether or not the item is an SBR or not. And likely the traditional configurations that we all traditionally have these pistol braces in or these pistols with braces on them um, would likely meet almost all these factors and therefore be considered an SBR by the ATF and be subject to these NFA restrictions now because of this new rule. So I'm sure there's going to be a ton more in this rule as I go through it. Um, I'm going to make a more thorough video going forward. Um, So keep an eye out for that where I'm going to look for some of the uh, bigger aspects of this as well and try to figure out if there's anything else sneaky in this. So again, just wanted to make this announcement to you guys, let you know that the ATF has in fact dropped their rule on pistol braces. Uh, They are now going to try to treat these types of firearms with braces attached to them as SBRs. Um, But no doubt, in my mind, the ATF will now be sued by various organizations like FBC, GOA, SAF. NAGR, pretty much everybody is going to sue the ATF similar to how they did with the frames and receivers rule. But stay tuned for an update video, like I said, where I'm gonna go more comprehensively and break down this new rule. Uh, If you have any questions, comment down below and I will try to answer those as well. And make sure you spread this video around. Let everybody know that the new rule on pistol braces has in fact dropped. The ATF, the DOJ has released it. And I will again, leave links down below where you can find that. And again, just spread this news because everybody needs to know about this. So as always, thank you all for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And never forget, this nation was built by Arm Scholars, and this nation will be maintained by Arm Scholars.